heard me talk about my friends at Simply Earth. If you want to make the air in your home toxin-free, this is the way to do it. My home is now one step closer to being toxin-free because I made the special recipes that are delivered with the Simply Earth essential oil recipe box. When it comes, they don't just leave me to my own devices because I'd probably create some useless concoction, but they actually teach you how to use the essential oils to make them work for you so you can have a healthier life. I wonder if you've ever invested money in essential oils that you're not using because you're confused by them, you don't know what to do. Well, the solution is Simply Earth. Their essential oil recipe box will help you gain confidence and clarity in using essential oils to help make your home toxin-free. Here's how it works. You receive the recipe box with four pure essential oils, six recipe cards, and extras. Learn how to use your essential oils while making the recipes created by certified aromatherapists. So it's not just made up stuff. This works. You save money. You detoxify your life. And here's my favorite part. You get to buy your essential oils from a company that changes the world. Simply Earth gives 13% of all its profits to end human trafficking around the world. This is like a meal subscription kit, but it's more fun and less edible. Don't try to eat it. The best part, these oils don't break my budget, and they're not going to break your budget. You get to buy from a company that's changing the world. They're giving 13% of all their profits to end human trafficking around the world. So check out Simply Earth. Listen, Simply Earth is giving a free 80-milliliter essential oil diffuser when you subscribe using our URL, simplyearth.com slash west. Again, an 80 milliliter essential oil diffuser when you use this URL, simplyearth.com slash west. The essential oils alone would cost over $100 from other companies, but with Simply Earth, the essential oil recipe box, you get four pure oils, six recipes, and extra ingredients for only $39. And when you subscribe, you get a free big bonus box with even more natural goodies. So check it out, Simply Earth, simplyearth.com slash west. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Matthew West Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew West. And as always, I really hope you like it. Special shout out to the fine people of New Hampshire for being a gracious host. This past weekend had an epic time at a festival called Hillfest. And um, I have not been to... New Hampshire in a long time. It was my first concert there in quite some time. But the hillside was packed with 5,000 people, and the energy was incredible. And uh, it was a beautiful day. And we were, it's kind of felt like we were out in the middle of nowhere. It was about two hours from Boston and uh, New Ipswich, New Hampshire. And we had an amazing time. So. I'll tell you what, these summer shows have been fun. There haven't been many of them. We haven't, uh, we're not playing a ton of shows this summer, but whether it was Life Fest in Wisconsin or Light the Way Fest in Missouri, I'm trying to think of some festivals coming up, actually. Let's go to MatthewWest.com real quick, shall we? And I'll, I'll tell you where I'm going to be soon and very soon. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. 
July 24th coming up, Darien Center, New York, Kingdom Bound. I'll be headlining Kingdom Bound July 24th. So you can see We the Kingdom, uh, Ann Wilson, Skillet, We Are Messengers, Newsboys. Not all on the same night. It's spread out. And then uh, July 29th, I'll be in Williamsburg, Virginia at the Summer Nights Concert at Bush Gardens. July 30th, I'll be in Conway, South Carolina at uh, Langston Baptist Church. August 26th, Plymouth, Indiana, the fast track to praise with, let's see who else is playing, Danny Gokey, Mac Powell, Mike Donahue, whole bunch of people. September 9th, I'll be in Mesquite, Texas. September 13th, headlining the Kansas State Fair, going to be fun. September 16th, in Paoli at Abbey Fest, Paoli, Pennsylvania. That's fun to say. And then, well, there's going to be more shows announced soon, but did you guys hear about our special Come Home for Christmas event in Franklin, Tennessee, taking place December 1st through the 3rd? It's going to be awesome. Special weekend in Franklin, Tennessee and Nashville, Tennessee, with me and the West family. Special Christmas dinners, Christmas parties, Christmas carols, Christmas tree lightings. And a special Christmas concert that we've just announced. For those who live near Nashville and want to come to just the show, December 2nd, it's taking place at the Fisher Center, the most epically beautiful theater, brand new in Nashville, Tennessee, on Belmont University's campus. December 2nd, Come Home for Christmas, the concert, right in the middle of our Come Home for Christmas weekend, December 1st through the 3rd. Go to MatthewWest.com if you want to come and see me at Christmas time. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. And there's going to be some other announcements that are being made very soon that I think, well, if you like my music, if you like coming to my shows, I think you're going to be happy about some of the news coming your way soon and very soon. So stay tuned for that. Cliffhanger, what? Let's see. What else is going on? It's been hot in Nashville, getting up into the 90s. I've been getting in shape, feeling good, taking the dogs for walks. Having a good summer. We bought a Ninja Creamy. I think that's what it's called. My daughters wore me down. They said, Dad, if you let us get a Ninja Creamy, have you heard about this? They said, Dad, get us the Ninja Creamy, and we will make you healthy ice cream, and you'll be so happy. It's it's like healthy ice cream with no, no calories, but it somehow has Oreo cookies. It's magical that it's so healthy. So I broke down and I bought them in Ninja Creamy. This podcast is not even sponsored by Ninja Creamy. I wish it was. We got the Ninja Creamy. Can I tell you, my daughters have made me absolutely nothing. So I'm very upset at them. No Ninja Creamy results yet. No, no healthy ice cream, nothing. So that story actually had no point at all. I just wanted to let you know that was my ro- most recent Amazon Amazon purchase. Been doing some songwriting recently, doing a lot of work with uh, our good friend Ann Wilson, working on her next record. Got to write with the great Lainey Wilson recently, country artist. Are you familiar with her? She joined me at the Ryman Auditorium last summer. And that was fun writing with her. Wrote a really special song. Let's see who else I've been writing with lately. I wrote with my buddy Danny Gokey couple songs this summer. Have you checked out the new uh, Big Daddy Weave song, Heaven Changes Everything? Oh, got to write that with Mike Weaver. I love it so much. It's inspired by the passing of his 
Sweet Brother. And um, if you haven't listened to that song, boy, I suggest you do it. It's a uh, it moves me in a big way. So that's been uh, it's been fun seeing that song go out. A new song that I wrote with Tasha Layton just hit the radio called Never. I encourage you to go check that out as well. Tasha Layton is just doing such great things. What a powerful voice. So um, it's been a fun summer, uh, a fun uh, and productive summer at that. I hope your summer's going well. I can't believe summer's almost over. The girls, my daughters are starting school early August, which is crazy. Um, But uh, we're trying to make the most. Soak it up. Soak up the summertime while we can. Hey, we haven't done this in a couple weeks, but I want to take a couple calls here. Let's see who we got. Hi, Matthew. My name is Sandra D. Kale, and I'm from Petaluma, California. And I just want to say I love your podcast. I like the fact that you bring on all kinds of uh, guest speakers. Um, I started listening to Cade Thompson's music after listening to your interview with him. The best one I've enjoyed so far is Dallas Jenkins. I have not watched watched The Chosen, um, but because of your podcast, I actually went home that night, and I kind of talked to my husband, who is not a Christian. I said, honey, you know, can we look up The Chosen on Netflix? Not knowing if he was going to be receptive to it or not. Well, we watched all three seasons, and I believe that it's touching his heart. Uh, I haven't got him converted yet, but I know that Jesus is doing work in his little heart. I'm watching more Christian stuff on TV to help push him in the right direction. Anyway, I just want to say thank you. God bless you. Also, tell Emily her Instagram page is lots of fun and very enlightening. Anyway, God bless you, and thanks a lot. Bye. Thanks for the call, Sandra. I'll pass that message on to Emily. And how cool is that? You started listening to Kate Thompson, awesome young artist. He's got a new song out called Good God. Um, We wrote a couple songs together on his latest record, so go check it out. It sounds like you already have. And, uh, hey, I'm going to be praying for you and your husband. And uh, I love that you found that as a way to kind of reach out and, um, you know, pray that a seed would be planted. The Chosen series is just incredibly powerful. And for somebody who doesn't know the Lord to get acquainted with the greatest story ever told on the way that that Dallas is kind of putting it on the screen is just uh it's just incredible so so awesome to hear that thank you for sharing that story with us and keep us posted okay on uh on what the Lord's doing there in your home hey Matthew this is Natalie um I live in Ocean City New Jersey and I got to meet you last year for the first time at the the night at the story house with Kay Nicole, and I loved it so much. I was really excited about it. My parents surprised me the the uh, the Sunday before the concert, and I was very excited about it. And I really looked forward to it. And um, I had a lot of fun. And I just turned 18, and I got two books of yours. Um, just finished. One of them, the um, How My Name Is book. I really loved it. Now I'm reading The God Is Safe. And so I love that. Um, I really love those two songs. And I love your other songs that I listen to all the time. Hopefully I'll be able to go to another one of your concerts soon. Can't wait for that. Hope to see you soon. Bye. Well, thank you for the call, 
Great to hear from you, and happy birthday, 18th birthday. I'm glad you're enjoying those books, and uh, we did get to play some shows last year with Katie Nicole, and I'm glad you got to see that concert. That was so much fun. Hope you come and see me again soon, all right? And enjoy reading The God Who Stays. That is so awesome. All right, we're going to dive into today's show. Uh, We've been continuing on with a little bit of a I see... Why am I? In case you missed it, kind of replaying some of my favorite conversations that I've gotten to do since starting the Matthew West podcast. And I figured summertime is the perfect chance to do that for you to get caught up, for me to get caught up. You know, there's so many episodes that come your way. Maybe you missed one. And this is one of my favorite conversations. And I decided to replay this interview because I ran into my buddy uh, the other night and got to see him perform. He is incredible with just an awesome testimony of what God has done in his life, and now he uses his platform with incredible rap and hip-hop music. And uh, he was featured on a song of mine on What If, and that's how we became friends. And I just think you're going to love this conversation. If you didn't get to hear it the first time, now is your chance to go ahead and listen to this. You're going to love this guy. You're going to root for this guy. You're going to go find his music afterwards. Let's go to the story house with the Summer Rewind with my buddy, Lathan Warlick. Lathan Warlick, it's an honor to have you here at the studio. Dude, it's a blessing to be here with Matthew West, man. This studio is called the Story House. Yeah. We call it the Story House because I'm passionate about people's stories. Yeah. And uh, whether it's making a record or putting a podcast episode out, I love the chance for people to share their stories because there's power yeah, in our yeah. stories, and I got the chance to hang with you today, and I could already tell like there's a lot of power yeah. in your story. There's power in your voice too. <laughs> you are so gifted, dude. I appreciate that, Matthew, bro. Coming from you, like a vet, like you, like in everybody at my church used to listen to you, bro. <laughs> Hearing you say that is like, oh snap, the Matthew West is telling me that I'm good, dude. Oh, dude, that's well, a blessing. And you're telling me I'm a vet, which means I'm old. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying a vet is in a vet at what I you know, do. I'm just it's kidding. amazing, dude. Okay, so here's the thing. So what brings us together today yeah. is our first ever chance to collaborate on something. I got this song called What If, and somebody sent me your music, and I didn't realize, okay, let's just start here. How many followers on TikTok do you have? (laughs) Just 1.4 million. Just 1.4. I say that because it's like people don't ever know it's like 16 million, but I'm grateful. 1.4 million followers on TikTok alone. Yeah, I'm, how, I'm grateful. How did that start? Like, how did that happen? What was the first thing that took off and made you take off on TikTok? Dude, organically. First off, dude, I remember sitting in bed, laying in bed one night, and I wanted to do something different when it came to this music stuff. And so TikTok was, at the time, TikTok was called Musical.ly. It was Musical.ly yes. at the time. Yeah. And I think Musical.ly actually bought TikTok out. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So I remember laying in bed one day, and I, I was asking God, I, and I was doing hip-hop hardcore. Like, I was doing it like... Um, but I wasn't doing it to where it was like talking about like, you know, money, drugs and all this stuff. But I was doing it to just try to help the guys in my neighborhood to help them understand like, yo, just because you live here don't mean that you have to live the life like this. Wow. You know, so as I'm sitting right there in the bed, I, I remember asking God, I said, I want to do something different, God. Like, show me a different vision. I want to do something different. And I laid down and I remember having a dream of getting up and making uh, a TikTok. That's when TikTok really started getting new. And I had a dream of making TikTok. And I told God, I remember asking God, I said, OK, look, God. Man, give me one good song 
from the top 10 billboards. I don't care what it is. Give me a good song and um, let me, allow me to like do something with it, with TikTok somehow. Like to rap over it? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay, just okay. just to do something okay. with it. Because I wanted to get outside of just hip hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. And dude, when I went on there, dude, it was like, I think like the number one song was Louis Capaldi, Someone You Love. Yeah. That, um, I think it's kind of used to be in somewhere yeah, you love. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> now it was different. When I did it, I was like, oh, man. I did ask, but okay. I said, Lord, you know what? If I'm going to do this, man, just send one person, one or two people to my inbox. You know what I'm saying? Right. And just so I can minister to it, just so I can just talk to about, like, just about you. I want to I want them, I want to introduce them to you. And I remember getting up in the middle of the night, and I did that song, uh, Louis Capaldi, uh, Someone You Love, because that was, like, at the top charts then. It was a smash. Yeah. So what I did was I got on GarageBand, and I went to YouTube, and I went to um, a YouTube Converter, and I grabbed the song off of YouTube, and I put it on there, and then I cut it. I used the instrumental, and I hooked it up to uh, Someone You Love. I took the chorus off of there, and I put the instrumental together at the end. And so I was like, I want to do it like this. Since people know this song, I want to do it like this. So I took the uh, Someone You Love uh, chorus, then I took the instrumental, and I just connected the two. And when I, when I did that, I printed it off as an MP3 on GarageBand. That's and I said, genius. you know what, dude, let's, I want to freestyle to this joint. And so that's what I did. And when I freestyled to it, dude, I remember waking up and seeing, like, um, my first one million views. No way. Yeah. I remember waking up seeing, like, my first one million views on this doggone uh, uh, Louis Capaldi song. Unbelievable. And I didn't even know the guy. I didn't even, yeah. none of that. And then even after I did that, dude, he reached out to me on he Twitter. He did? Yeah. On Twitter, he was just like, yo, this is dope. So he he liked what you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely, unbelievable. Definitely. I got to go back it was and like, find that. He, he, it was I remember doing two songs like that. It was the Someone You Loved, and it was another one that, uh, my, well, how did the song go? My life made me feel like I'm something inside myself. And oh, I'm not yeah. To. Yeah, it was I'm that drawn, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy that reached out to me. I can't even think of how the song went now. It'd been a while ago. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, so the and, artists themselves uh, were hearing what you were doing, yeah, and they yeah. were flipping out. Yeah, it was that guy that reached out to me, the one that <laughs> so sung that cool, song, man. You know, not Louis Capaldi, but that guy that did it. And that's when I knew then, like, okay, this is different. This is so different, and I love it what because a great I'm idea. actually taking. And that's what God, the vision of God, gave me was like, be relevant to what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because once it seemed like once older artists start to just kind of stray away and do their own thing, yeah. even though they are great and they're big and they're nice artists, but it's like. If, it's like if you don't stay hip to what's going on in 2021, right. then it's like you start to lose this, this generation. Yeah, you lose your relevance. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I did when I went on there. I was like, I want to see what's relevant to TikTok right now. And that's what that's what made me relevant. You know what I mean? Well, and, and so I started taking songs yeah. that they had on TikTok. That were now trending going, already. Yes. So I would take the trending songs, like the top 10 trending songs. And I go by one at a time, like, okay, this one's trending, this one's trending. And I did the same thing. And just you would just write your own verses. Yep, and just get on there, dude, and just take a sip of water and go straight off. Now, the dome. when you say freestyle, like, is that like legit freestyle off the top of your head? How much of it is where you get some time with a track? So we just did, and I can't wait for the world to hear <laughs> this version of what, what if, if, like what dude, you've wow. just done. So we sent you a track, yeah, and you heard the message of the song, and then what you created. I just got to tell you, like, we were out in the, in the main part of the studio listening. Yeah. You couldn't see us, and we couldn't see you. Yeah. But I was freaking out the first time I heard what you did. It was so well done and so inspired. How does your process go? Like, how does that happen for you? You hear this piece of music. Yeah. 
Dude, as soon as y'all sent me the uh, the track over, I remember getting in contact with your team, and I was like, hey, is there any way possible that he can send me the track? But if not, it's cool. I'll work with it when I get to the studio. No, you know, I was just so excited to work with you, bro. Oh, like, man. Like, it was just like, I don't care what we do. I'm honored, We guys. are working together, and we're going to do it. We're going to make it work. <laughs> but when you sent me the track, dude, my process was I never listened to the song until I'm, I get into my headspace to where I have no distractions around me. That way I can, because I, I like to turn off the light for some reason. I like to, I like it like kind of dark in the room. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I feel like I'm there in the music with the music. You're focused. Exactly. Wow. So I can create. And the thing about me is when I hear a song, I go with the first thing that my mind is processing. I don't let my mind wander off the start to process something else. Because mm. before I come in anyway, I just pray and ask God to, you know, be my tongue to speak through these tracks. You know what I'm saying? And when I do that, it's like, if I'm asking him to be my tongue, the first thing to come off my tongue, that's what it's going to be. Be my tongue. That is, yeah. that's a prayer. Sure. I'm going to start praying. That's, that's powerful. That's so, it. okay. So, Lathan Warlick, you, tell me where you grew up. Dude, I grew up on um, in Jackson, Tennessee. In Jackson, Tennessee. Yeah. Now, you're a husband? Yes. You're husband. a father? Yes, dude. Of? Two. Two boys, right? Two boys, dude. So, I got two girls. You've got two boys. We, we could probably, like, swap stories because our experiences are probably completely different, right? Yeah, yeah. For sure. And how dude. old are your boys? They are seven and four. Seven and four. And yeah. so tell me about the area of Jackson, Tennessee you grew up and the community you grew up in because you shared with me a little bit about how you first got started with the desire to make music and why. And I thought it was really powerful. Yeah, definitely, dude. So I grew up in a, like a poverty area. Uh, it was known for its gang violence act and, and crazy activity, you know. And um, a tragic event had took place in my life. It led me to understanding who Jesus was. I wanted to know who God was. I wanted to know who Jesus was. And when I got into doing that, when I started actually looking and following, trying to trying to see who God was, then he gave me that revelation. When I gave him my heart, then he gave me that revelation, man, and started to kick off, start doing music, you know? And when I started making music, dude, I only was making music for, like, the people in my neighborhood to listen to. Hmm. I was just trying to make music to show them, like, this is not, just because you live here, you don't have to go through life like this. Like, you don't have to die here just because you you you, you grew up here. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, there's a better way. Yes, there's a better way to life, you know? I mean, besides just toting guns and carrying guns and stuff. Well, man. what showed you, like, one of the questions I always ask when I have a guest on the show is I talk about, it's a cheesy name, but I'll say, like, it's a blue couch story. And what I mean by that is, like, my mom had this blue couch in our house. Yeah. And when I was 13 years old, I sat down on this blue couch and I turned on the television and yeah. I found uh, this preacher, Billy Graham, doing a Billy Graham Billy crusade. Graham. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about, lit. right? I love Billy Graham. Yeah, and uh, he was preaching, but that became a moment for me where, like, I asked Jesus into my heart. My faith became real to me. Up until that mm. point, I was a preacher's kid, but I wasn't really focused on, like, the thought, wait a minute, like, God wants to have a personal friendship with me. So yeah. that was a really profound moment in my life that I'll never forget, like a Dude, turning that's point. So I love asking people, like, what was that moment in your life where your faith became real to you? So you're growing up in a rough part of Jackson, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Like, did your parents take you to church or or what was the, yeah, what was that did. moment for you? They did, dude. I remember them taking me to church and I remember getting saved. Well, I didn't know what it was though. The only thing I seen was people <laughs> going up to water and getting and getting dipped in water. So I was like, oh, a pool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So at 12 years old, I remember walking up to the pool and it's just like, okay, I'm fixing to swim, you know? And they was like, okay, we're gonna baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it's just go in and go up. And I'm like, 
think I'm, I'm done swimming? I think I'm done. You know, so <laughs> to me, when I had did that, I wasn't understanding the full thing of what was going on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then it was like a tragic event took place in my life in 2011, man, outside of a nightclub where um, a guy had a 45 caliber pistol, a gun, man, pointed to my face. I can remember when this guy had this gun pointed to my face. I remember when um, his friend was standing beside him and he kept telling him, he was like, man, shoot him. You know, shoot him, man. Oh, kill him. Man. Kill him. Like, And I'm literally standing right there doing my back against the wall. And I can always remember my grandma and my mama saying if I was ever in the time of need, then just call on God. Oh, wow. Like literally, while I'm sitting right there my back against the wall. I remember looking up and I'm looking at these guys and I asked God, I said, I hear a lot about you. I said, but man, if you real, then just show me who you are. Like, if you real, I said, if you real like everybody else say you are, then man, just show me. Can you show me? You know what I mean? And so this guy got a 45 caliber pistol pointed to my face and his friend was kept telling him, shoot him, man, shoot him. He was like, go ahead, man, ain't nobody around here but us, bro. Just go ahead and shoot him. Go ahead and kill this guy. And that guy looks at me and he was sweating bullets. So I knew he would pull the trigger. Not only was he sweating bullets, but he was shaking. His hand was shaking. And dude, when he was his hand started shaking, I remember him looking at me and he looked at his friend. He said, man, you want me to shoot him? And I knew then, like, oh, man, dude, my life is done. My life is gone, you know? And this guy looked at me, dude, and he pulled the trigger. And when he pulled the trigger, the gun clicked. And when the gun clicked, the guy that he was standing beside it took the gun out of his hand. And when he took it out of his hand, he cocked it back and a bullet ejected out of the gun. And he was like, man, you don't know what you're doing. Let me do it. Let me show you. Oh, man. And he drew down. When he drew down, a car hit the corner right where we were standing there and the lights from the car had shine on, shine on and it scared the guys. And so they, they ran? Like, oh, yep. And they took off running. Oh, man. You know? But even then, I was still like, yeah. Like, I was thinking to myself like, dang, I can't be touched. Because I didn't I, I was, I didn't understand what I just said. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm walking away like, dude, I can't be touched. I'm good. And wow. it was just at that moment, that's when I felt the first time me feeling the power of the Holy Spirit. Because I felt like something set on my shoulders to where I couldn't walk away from that that little bitty section that I was at, I felt like something set on my shoulders to where I couldn't even walk away. And when it set on my shoulder, it was so heavy, it was weighing me down. Mm. And now I'm weeping. I'm crying for no reason. I'm, and I'm, I'm even looking down like, dude, what in the world is going on with me? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And I was, and tears was falling out of my eyes so much that I got turned around because I'm trying to wipe my eyes and trying to wipe the tears away from my eyes. And I got to walking back to where I was just standing at. And when I walked back to where I was just standing at, dude, God led me to where where the guy had ejected the bullet out of the gun. Dude, it was the bullet sitting on the ground. Oh, and I remember picking the bullet up, and that's when the Holy Spirit was speaking to me, was just basically saying, like, dude, it's an indent on the back of the bullet. The lead didn't come off of the bullet, because I want you to know, because I knew a lot about guns. And so the Holy Spirit was telling me, like, before you go telling people that this gun jammed, this hammer hit the back of this bullet. It's just me when you called on my oh, name. I just man. saved you. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So, and that was my turning point. Like, okay, this dude, really, he, he really speaking. Like, this is some real life stuff. I didn't tell nobody that story for a long time. That because was I your... knew, Yeah, and then I knew my guys, dude. I knew my guys would be like on some retaliation type stuff. I definitely didn't want that type of friction, you know? And that's how it started. I ended up there because I was a dancer at first before I started doing music. Wow. So I wanted to go to the club to celebrate because we dance in clubs, you know? Wow. And... Come to find out, dude, even at the club, man, it was like a fight had broke out, and I was just trying to get my guys out the club, you know? I'm just trying to spread people out and trying to get my guys out the club and tell them, let's go. Man, let's go to another club. Like, we don't have to be here. I just want everybody to get home safe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then once that happened, like, I'm trying to shove my guys in the car, these two guys walking up on us, and they trying to get a guy that was trying to get in my car. Unbelievable. And they took off running after me, and that's why I ended up at, on, during this story. Like, and they was literally finna kill me. Like, not even knowing who I was, dude, they was literally just finna murder me right there. 
So you didn't tell anybody about that story for a long time. Yeah, no. But no. what took place in your life that night, not only your life being spared, but that picking up that bullet and feeling like I was showing you, like, I'm the one yeah. who yeah. stopped that bullet. Like, he was saying, I've got more in store for you. Exactly. I got a plan for you. Dude, that's exactly what it was. Want to tell you about my friends at Hiya, H-I-Y-A. Listen, typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise, filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk that growing kids really should never eat. And that's why Hiya was created, the pediatrician-approved superpower chewable vitamin. While most kids' vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Hiya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, and yet it tastes great. And it's even perfect for the picky eaters, all right? Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. It's non-GMO. It's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. It is designed, Haya, designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. The West family loves Haya. You're going to love it too. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for the best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off, 50 percent off your first order to claim this deal. You must go to Haya Health dot com slash west this deal is not available on their regular website so go to h-i-y-a-h-e-a-l-t-h dot com slash west and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults tell me about those first times that you're creating these songs because you're a gifted lyricist. I could tell first line in of what I heard you. I gave you no instructions. No, I mean, right? I Because I want, yeah, I know what it's lit. like to create. And I know like, I know how much freedom you need as a creator to really feel free. Yep. Right? Yep, you're right. And so I didn't right. want, I wanted you to hear this song. And then like, I wanted Lathan to do what Lathan does. Yeah. And you clearly did. But I could tell, and AJ, uh, my producer, Right away. I mean, we knew you were gifted just from hearing your music that you've already released, which we're going to post a link to all of your music that's already out so people can go find it because they oh, got to go dude, find it. Up. And now, of course, that. you've that's got good. a record deal and like awesome yeah. things are happening for you. Yeah. And uh, only 1.4 million followers on TikTok. <laughs> but, but so talk about like the first you said you started making these songs because you were trying to it was your way of reaching out to your friends to say, hey, there's more to life to life than yep. this you were trying to it really essentially stop the bullet for them the way god stopped the bullet for you exactly right i so, never heard it like that that is so dope. so talk about like what was that like like how did you sit down and and oh dude it was songs together what, what yeah, how does your it, process work like that of course when i started doing it at first that word like got out so much when that happened and i started telling my story about that like the word on that had got started out. to spread yeah it got out so much you know in my neighborhood and that's when I knew, like, okay, it's time for me to do something different because they're watching. Like, how are you going to... How are you going to be different? Exactly. Wow. How are you going to... This is a chance to be different. Like, how are you going to respond to what just happened and people around you know about it? You know what I'm saying? So now I started to respond with, like, I love that guy. Because what people don't know, well, I haven't told a lot of people, is, like, 
about five months after that incident, I walk in the store and I see the same guy. No way. Yep, I see the same guy. Me and my guy, he was my guy actually pointed to me and was like, yo. And it was just like, but I had already gave my heart to Christ. So I gave my heart to the Lord. Bro, when he seen me, he walked in the store and seen me. It's like he seen a ghost. Wow. He was just like, and I walked up to him, dude, and I put my hand out. I shook his hand. No way. Yeah. And I said, what's up, bro? I said, man, I'm late. And I said, listen, I know what you're thinking. I put my hand on his shoulder and I said, I know what you're thinking, dog. I said, no, nah, it ain't nothing like that no more. I said, bro, listen, what you did to me, bro, you changed my life forever. You know, and I what? said, and God just straight up intervened in my life. And I just want to tell you about him. I said, that's what it was for me, man. So I said, so you ain't ever got to, when you see me, you ain't never got to worry about nothing. You ain't, because I'm already protected. What, what did he, how did he respond to that? Oh, he put his head down. It was just like, he kind of dropped his head and kind of walked out the store, you know. And I seen him a couple of times after that. Man, you know you what I mean? You spoke and it was just, grace to him. Yeah. And it was just like, what's up, bro? You're like, what's going on, dude? How no you doing? way, man. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and, and that was a turning point in my life. So even with me doing that, it was like God was showing me, like, Lathan, let me hear you from this process. Because he, he knew I was still dealing with something, too, in my heart that was like, okay, I, I got away from that, but what if I see them again? I need to keep my gun on me just in case I see these guys again. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And he's like, he confirmed me. He sent the guy back to the store just to confirm it with me, like, calm down, yeah. be peaceful, and I'm going to make peace with what's going on. So it sounds like you you were on a mission to make peace everywhere you went. And yeah. what's funny, it's not funny, but it's like, just even the, you know, look, I'm sitting here talking to you going like, I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago a long way from the type of streets where like there would be a pressure to feel like I have to carry a gun if I'm going to make it home. So yeah. like your experience and my experience, like I can't even relate to that experience, but it really was something that was a huge choice for you to decide not to carry a gun, right? Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. So talk about that a little bit. Like, just, I mean, you were literally going counterculture knowing that you were putting yourself at risk. But to yeah. have the courage to do that, did that come from that moment where you felt God spared your life? Oh, like, yeah. Like, did that fill you with a... Exactly. Now, it's like when you start to understand Jesus, you're still trying to understand him, even when you give your life to Christ. Yeah, you don't have it's, it all figured out. No, you don't. Right. And so that's what I thought. It, it, like, when you change, when you when you get baptized, you're re perfect. Again, yeah, you're good. You come out, it's like, <laughs> what? You know, you get the halo behind you, you got the whole horses in the sunlight, you know? So I, that's what I thought. But then I was thinking I, w I wasn't worthy enough because I kept messing up. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm still, because I got, I did that, but still went around the same people. And they still doing the same stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I remember sitting around with these guys one day and just thinking to myself, like, yeah, what are we going to do? Like, I don't want to sit here and just smoke and drink and sit in this alley and chill. And we tote guns. Like, I don't want to do this. We waiting on somebody to come. I don't want to do this. You know, and I, I, that's what that was a real turning point in my life. Wow. Then. To step away from To that. step away. To step away from that. Did you lose friends? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. God, dude, when you follow God, you're going to lose friends. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't understand the, the, the walk with, 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 that you have with Christ. So I lost a lot of friends. Did you have some friends, though? Like, I mean, the yes. impact that you've made, even on the guy who you saw in the grocery store and said, yeah. man, hey, you know, you don't have to worry. Like, you made an impact on his life. Yeah, and this was months later, almost a year later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like he still remembered me. Yeah. But I knew he was only making a decision because of somebody else he was around. This ain't what he really wanted to do. You were able do. to see it for what it really was. I really, I really was. Because he was shaking. If he was a killer, you would have killed me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if people in the hood right. know, like, if you're a killer, you I mean, you just going to, anybody pull the trigger. Right. But in, no and then, conscience, no exactly, nerves. Exactly. But and you then, could see it in his eyes that mm -hmm. he was scared. Yeah, and anybody's scared to pull the trigger. Yeah. 
you know, fear would make you pull the trigger. Wow. Straight up, you know. So, and and I knew that in his eyes and in his, his hands, he was shaking and just sweat start coming out of anywhere. And he's just second guessing himself like, oh, you knew man, it. should yeah. I, should I? You know, so it, I knew it wasn't really a lot of what he had to do with, you know what I mean? I felt like it was like the enemy really trying to take me out because he knew I was going to be in the studio with Matthew West. <laughs> All these up. years you know later, I mean? like, come on. I really feel like that. But more importantly, too, he knew, you know, you were going to go on to marry your high school sweetheart. Man. And now you got two boys that you're yep. raising. You're raising them to serve the Lord and know yep. that they've got a great purpose attached to their life. That I mean, is. talk about a legacy that you're that you're just getting started leaving yeah, behind. Yeah, That's pretty yeah. powerful. It is. And man. so to go from like, all right, you're trying to make it this music just to speak to a really small group of people. Yeah. One of the things I love, and we have that in common, I think a lot of music makers do, is that like when I first started making music, it was I was on a college campus and I wasn't thinking about a hit song on the radio or yeah. playing a sold out show or anything like that. I was thinking about this group of people that I knew I was going to have the chance to have an audience with, and I just wanted to impact them. And so for yeah. me, it was getting called into the fraternity house to play, you know, after the party. They would bring yeah. in the guy with the guitar to play music, and they were all drunk, but they liked my music. And I was like, hey, this is an opportunity for me to, like, be a light straight up in this in a, in a dark spot in a dark spot and but that was my focus it wasn't that is so lit. it wasn't a record deal it was how was it let me ask you this how was it playing <laughs> with was with a bunch of drunk people <laughs> <laughs> well so what was funny is like here i am i'm like singing songs about jesus yeah. But they just hear it as like a love song. So they're just trying to like hook up, right? Oh, but wow. but they, I could see that they were telling there's something different about this music, yeah, right? Yeah. It feels like a very similar thing to what you were saying. It's like you talked to me before we started even recording how your goal was like never to beat somebody over the head with Jesus. Yeah. Right? But just sure. to like talk about real life and yeah. to be a light. And love on them, right? And love at. on them, right yeah. where they're at. And that's exactly what it was like for me. But mm. there was also a temptation too, like yeah. to be a light in a dark spot. Like there's going to be that same temptation that maybe you felt, where like yeah. you had you went down in the water, you came up, and but your friends are still living a different way. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of shame that comes with that of going like, well, wait, how do I actually make? I've had a heart change. Now yeah. how do I yeah. make a life change? Exactly. Right. And so I mean, I'm, you know, here I am playing at these fraternities and it's like I'm trying to be different, but there's sometimes you don't want to be different, right? Yeah, and so exactly. I think that's been a, a big process for me. But but I remember those moments where I realized like this is the definition of like being in mm. and not of yeah, the yeah, world. For sure. I'm running a business and it's not easy. Finding the right people, that's one of the hardest part. I wonder, do you need to supercharge your hiring? You need a super hiring partner. You need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites, searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. We streamline hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates. 
With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. So this moves the process along quickly. It's one of the biggest challenges that I have running a company is finding the right team members and Indeed can help you. I know they can help you. Candidates you invite to apply are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search, according to US Indeed data. Indeed does the hard work for you. Indeed shows you candidates whose resume on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. And that's the key word, faster. Indeed's hiring platform matches you with quality candidates instantly. And even better, Indeed is the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. So it's faster and it's cheaper. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash West. Offers good for a limited time. Again, claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash West. Just go to Indeed.com slash West and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash West. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From growing up in Jackson, Tennessee, from having a life change to having this vision of doing this TikTok video. This TikTok video blows up. Now your TikTok followers blow up. Did you get a record deal before your TikTok blew up? Or like, tell me just the order of the steps that have now been taken for you to have an audience much bigger than your neighborhood. And shout out to my management team, dude. Ash, a guy named Ash Bowers, dude. He he got in contact with me. But I thought he was just like a regular, just a regular person that's always just trying to, you know, DM you or something like about music or about where they can take you or where they can get you. Because it's not like when you first get into this music stuff, it's like a thousand people got the right way to go. You know mm. what I mean? Like so many DMs, it's just like, hey, I can get you here. Or I can get you there. I can get you there. But shout out to them, man, because um, he reached out to me and I was just thinking, I got to connect with this guy because right before he reached out to me, I went on a 40-day fast. And when I went on this 40-day fast, dude, he comes in my inbox like the 41st day. Wow. And just be, straight up being like, hey, man, um, I don't know what I can do with you, man, but I, it's something there. I feel like we can pull out something. You know, and this was after like I had, um, right when I hit my one million, you know, on TikTok. On TikTok, okay. Yeah. So it was like when he came in and he stepped in and that's when I knew like, okay, this is different. This is yeah. totally different. And then he introduced me to like a bunch of these different labels. What made you do the 40-day fast? Well, it was just a... Um, was that something your church was doing? Your wife did Yeah, that? yeah. And then we do like not even... If, if the church not even doing it. You know, because the Bible tells you, man, you gotta, you're supposed to fast as much as you pray. You know what I mean? Man. And so since it's like that, it's like in fasting, people don't think like... Like fasting ain't even got to be like a 30-day thing. It can be you can fast for a day from something that you always love, something that you used to do all the time. Like me, sometimes I would fast from my bed, bro. Like if I'm used to being comfortable and always like always going to bed in the same spot or going to a comfortable place to sleep, it's like I can just make myself uncomfortable. So I would sleep on a, sometimes one day I slept on the floor. Dude. I fasted from my bed and just slept on the floor to be uncomfortable for a night. What told you to do that? I mean, you felt like the Lord put that on your heart? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Because I speak That's when profound, you speak. what you just said. Like, that is profound. For sure. And most people, and by most people, I mean me, I often lack the discipline to step out and do any sort of a fast like that. And so when I hear you talk about it, like, so matter-of-factly, like... No, this is just a way of life for me and my wife. Like, yeah. this is as much of a discipline as our prayer life is. 
like yeah, that yeah, that hits sure. me that hits me on a on a deep level but that's like i never thought of like fasting from the comfort of your bed that's interesting yeah cuz it's like it's like knocking you off of your comfort level like cuz it's like like you know you got the daniel fast you know with just like no meats and stuff like that but it's also when god tell you fast as much as you pray it's like sometimes it's instant stuff you know what i'm saying like i remember driving using this this like my right hand just driving down the road you know what i'm saying and in this one spot i always put on my hand, on my on my strand wheel it was just like okay i'm not going to go from here i'm going to drive out the left hand and just do this right here huh. but you got to think it's like knocking your mind off of the the comfort zone and if when it ever become hard to you that's when you start to pray it's going to make you pray because it's like dependence okay, supposed to be, yep yeah, well, i mean waking up in the middle of the night bro being like Okay, I'm finna get back in my bed, you know? Ah. And I was just like, and then that's when I felt the Holy Spirit, like, no, you got a couple more hours. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, and then I was asking the God, like, okay, well, help me. Like, be a cushion on my back or something. You know what I'm saying? See, people don't think God like that, man. People don't, like, know that God, like, got a sense of humor. It's not that's like deep. this. Dude, it's not like this image that the world has persuaded God to be. It's not even like that, man. It's like, I remember one of my guys, he is my mentor. He one of my mentors now. And he moving to California. I hate that he moving. But he moving to California. And he said, um, he called me one day. He was like, man, guess what, bro? I was like, what's up, dude? He was like, bro, the Lord woke me up in the middle of the night. It was a yell in my ear. And he said he woke me up in the middle of the night. And I jump up like, okay, what, what, Jesus, what, Jesus, what, what's going on? Like, help me understand what's going on. And then he said it was just a calm spirit came up here and was like, oh, nothing. And a small laugh. And it was like, Oh, huh. uh, okay. And it was like, that's the Holy Spirit telling him, like, I have a sense of humor. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's not like what the word, it's not like, oh, this come heavy, here. Yeah. yeah. Hush, my come son. hither, yeah. No, bro, it's not like that. Come forth, yeah. Exactly. It's not like that. With, with God and, and, and the Holy Spirit, dude, it's not, it's not like that. What you're describing is is the friendship, is the close proximity mm -hmm. of, like, yeah. of being that close with the Lord that he's going to laugh with you, he's going to cry with you. Exactly. And, but, he go through life with you. Yeah, man. Life with you, bro. It's not just a, um, always a, a serious moment. It's, it's not just that every single time that you do something. You know, but that comes with, with, with time and that comes with actually getting a relationship. Well, it's a relationship, not a... It's a relationship. And know? what you talk about, you're describing a lot of what, you know, the Bible always encourages us to pray unceasingly. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times that that's a hard thought to like, wait, what does that mean to like pray? Like meaning like never stop praying. It's like, yeah, well, how do yeah. you, how do you stay focused like that? Right. And what yeah. you're talking about is like this active conversation between you and the Lord. Like even what the the little example of just driving in your car. Yeah. Or or going to sleep in outside of your bed. Although, like, I want to make sure, like, uh, you know, sometimes if you're in the doghouse and your wife kicks you out anything. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But but I just think that that's a really profound thought of like and a reminder of the encouragement to pray unceasingly and mm -hmm. to realize that like there was an old hymn we used to sing. We sang it at my uh, grandmother's funeral and it was like and he walks with me and he talks with me yeah. and he tells me I am his own. And I just yeah. I always think about that hymn because I'm like he walks with me. And he talks with me. And just that reminder of like, it just is so much of uh, a highlight of the friend personality. Yeah. Like, what a friend we he have. He's a friend, dude. That, and that's, that's not just a song because he's a friend. And people don't, and a lot of people don't understand it, how much of a friend he is. What's it like to have a wife who shares the same belief in faith? Like, 
she's in your corner too. Yeah. You're both actively involved in the church. It sounds like she's on the same page as you spiritually. And that yeah, means yeah, everything, sure. doesn't it? For sure. Oh yeah, dude. That that is everything. That is everything. Cause if we was unequally yoked, bro, I ain't no way. You know what I mean? Because she definitely wouldn't understand the values that I know were Christ. And I definitely wouldn't understand the values of what if she was doing something else or serving some other type of God or whatever. Iron is sharpening iron. Yep, you're challenging exactly. each other, you're holding each other accountable. Yeah, that is it, man. And then we just kind of teaching it to our sons, but in a fun way. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, let me hear you pray. You know what I mean? Not it's, in the heavy way. No, not no, in no, the no, shame based no, way. Dude, no, dude, we're making that. it fun. We're making it so lady, fun. Dude. So that's why they're making it. That's why it's, it seems fun to them to, to know Jesus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. or, to, or to walk with Jesus. Because it's just, it's a fun way of them understanding it. Well, speaking of fun, what's brought us here together today, and I, yeah. I, I asked you to stay a little bit longer to do this podcast interview yeah. because I was just like so blown away, not just by your talent. Mm -hmm. And the verse that you wrote for this song, What If, but just talking to you and hearing like who you are, where you come from, I just knew your story, your story is going to impact so many people. And it's yeah. going to, I just want to encourage you with that, like far beyond TikTok, like yeah. what yeah. God has planned for you. And, and I love that it's on like relevant social media like you're having this amazing platform, but the know, platform's man. only going to get bigger. And I just want to encourage you just to continue to have that same desire to ask, what did you say? Be my tongue. Yeah, to ask exactly. God to be your tongue. Because, to and I can tell that that's your prayer because when I hear you speak, I'm going, this is a guy who's spending time with Jesus and that he's making that his prayer. So I'm super excited to hear the music that, that you're going to oh, yeah, continue dude. to put out. But speaking of fun, what you brought to this song, What oh, If. Man. And you brought a different side of me, dude. Dude. You got me. It, it was, how it how was, did I bring a lit. different side of you? Tell me that. Because the way the music was laid out and the way what you were saying in the music about What If, I was thinking to myself, like, I got to approach this thing. Matthew West straight murdered this thing. <laughs> I got to come with it. I got to come with it. So I had shut out the lights off. I was like, okay, Lord, I'm here. Let's do it. We on this thing together because this guy murdered this song. <laughs> no. And so, uh, like, and that, and that made me, like, I don't know, like speed up, slow down, speed up, slow down. That and that uh, bought that bought a different flavor of how I usually rap or present my music to people. And that bought it, and I loved it though. Man, though people yeah. are gonna flip when yeah. they hear your verse. Like, I mean I, love it, man. I don't I was like, I'm not cool enough to have Oh. This happened on my song. I'm like, this is unbelievable. And shout out to uh, AJ, uh, yeah. our producer, who put that uh, track together. You put lit. that track together, yeah. and then to find out that your producers are guys that I have known and loved for a long time. They used to be yeah. in a band that we toured with. So for sure, for man, sure, Lathan, sure. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for uh, for being a part of this song. What yeah. if? And I think the world's going to be impacted. Here's my last question for you. We just did a song about having no what ifs and about living life. It says, like, what if today's the only day I got? Yeah. And then I get to hear you share about a moment where you wondered if maybe it was your last moment on earth. Yeah. So when you have a moment like that happen in your life, it changes you forever. It do. And your answer to this question might be different than anybody else that I ask is, what does it mean to you to live a life with no what ifs? How do you accomplish that? That question is really deeper than what I can even kind of imagine from the stuff that I've been through. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And life. Because it's like, um, I look at life like I don't even supposed to be here. Mm. And, but in reality, God got me here for a purpose. I know that. But I look at life, I live like like I don't even supposed to be here. Wow. You know? So, and people took that the wrong way too when I said that one time on an interview. And it was like, well, no, you're supposed to be here. You're supposed to be here. But I was just saying it in a sense of I look at life like I don't even 
Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. dang, that's crazy. I, I shouldn't live even be here. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's like, man, I don't live like that as far as, like, um, with the with the what ifs. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. I can't live with the what ifs because it's just like a, um, um, God got me here for a purpose. And I'm going to continue to follow that purpose. I'm going to continue to run with that purpose. No matter how it look, no matter who, who rocking with me, no matter who's standing beside me, I still got to walk with the vision that God has given me. And that's God, love, and unity, man. God, love, and unity. God, love, and unity. Glue. Yep, glue. I'm All excited right. about it. Are we going to see some merch that says that? Sometime? It is, dude. We are. We are getting merch in the play right that, now. Is that your personal mission statement? It God, is. love, and unity? It is. It is glue. Just holding, because it's like about holding everything together, holding black people, white people, any type of person together, dude. Because I like to bring the world together like that. That's why I started making music. After God told me, okay, like you've made enough music for like the neighborhoods, now it's time for me to give that type of talent to somebody else that's up and coming. Then he took me over to here and was like, yes. now I want you to unify yeah. what's going on. Now you got a black hip-hop guy on CMT, country music television. With Tyler Hubbard from Florida Georgia Hubbard. Line. And I'm not a country artist. Right. Ain't that, it's mind-blowing. But it's not impossible for God. You know what I'm saying? And that's what people got to understand about what's going on with this whole situation. It goes beyond just the music. That's why I look at life like it goes beyond just the music. But when, you, but when people come to me and just talk about just the music part of it, it goes deeper than that to me. You know, especially when you get into places like this, like when, I, like when you sent me the song and I had to literally sit in there and kind of meditate on what you're saying on the song, it's deeper than music. It's, not, it's like now I'm fasting. You got to think, I cut the light off, so I'm faster from light, faster from me seeing always the light whenever I'm, I'm walking into a place. So I cut the light off, and that's a form of fasting because it's like I'm, I'm getting uncomfortable. So now it's like, okay, man, let's record it. Let's do awesome. it. You know, so, and that's what you get, man, when you come out of stuff like that. Like, that's what you get. It's not even it's not even my doing. It's just like the power that I'm, you know, that God gives me to do it. Well, I really believe that you are carving out a genre that is not limited by any one label that people yeah. might put on you. And For sure. I'm excited to see that take shape. And you and I will smile all the way knowing the reason why it's all going to happen. Yeah, is dude. because nothing is impossible for God. No. And we've had some deep conversations. So this, when we I see mean, each other <laughs> next time, bro, we on like the... Whatever awards you can think of, we yes. gonna know. Like, hold up, dude. We gonna we gonna hit pause. Let me get Matthew West to come up here right quick. It's like, hold up, he ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But I know that's just my guy, though. So just that's bring him up guy. here. Say well, that. likewise, and uh, we're gonna have to find some live event to perform yeah. this version of What If together. Yeah, I, I will it. not rest until that happens because you just knocked it out of the park. I'm I'm honored to know you. I'm honored to have you join on this song, and, and I'm sure. glad that you could join me on this episode of the podcast. Man, it's gonna inspire a lot of people. For sure, man. It's a blessing to be here. Thank you so much, y'all. Go Warwick. check out What If, y'all. It's going to be crazy. Now it's time for Songs from the Story House. Man, no introduction needed for this one. This is the remix version of What If. And I love this song so much. I love what Lathan did to the song. Absolutely blew me away. Go check it out. I'm, I might just play a smaller portion so you can hear his part. But then wherever you stream music, this song is available. Uh, thanks to you guys for making this a number one song when it came out. But uh, thanks to Lathan for putting his thing on this song, man. He he made this song jump in a big way. And uh, I loved getting to perform this with him at the Ryman Auditorium as well. So uh, this is What If featuring Lathan Warlick. What if today's the only
clock is ticking and I'm tired of wasting my time. I'ma do it for today, Swift. Tomorrow come, then I'm fine. Yeah, I'm far from perfect. I'll be asking God to keep me in mind. And this life is shorter than we think. It's really passing us by. I can't be taking what's going on for granted. And when it get hard, you won't see me panic. Went through the storm and came out with scars. But you don't see me with no permanent damage. Yeah, this life is like a vapor. So go ahead and take advantage of what's going on now. Why you still got time to manage He's my dad, and he gives good advice, and that's why today's final section of the show is called Dad Advice. He's my dad, and he gives good advice, and that's why this segment is called Dad Advice. Dad, let's talk about how to make every second count in our lives. We've been talking about no what ifs. It's a no what if summer. We've got our teaching series that we're doing the video devos that go out with our ministry every week if people haven't signed up for that they definitely need to at popwe.org that's the nonprofit that you and i have started just to help people go deeper and discover the healing that can take place in the stories of their lives so i think making every second count is is something that you know haunts all of us right we're, we're thinking about that so uh, give us a good word to send us out today Okay, Paul reminds us of that in Ephesians 5, 15 and 16. Be careful then how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise, make the most of every opportunity. The New King James says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. And then in Colossians 4, 5, Paul repeats it again. Live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity, redeeming the time. Matthew, we've been talking about uh, your song, What If, but uh, the other day when I was out for a prayer walk, I had my um, AirPods in. I called them EarPods at one time and realized that you had shared with me that they're called AirPods, and I was playing your Live Forever album, and there's a song there entitled Live Forever, and some of these songs are still being played on radio. They're, they're awesome. But the words of that song grabbed me. It said, some of them, 86,400 seconds is repeated nine times. Make them count, make them count is repeated nine times. Key phrases in that song, only one life, I'm just passing through, I keep my eyes on Jesus. And we've talked before how repetition is important. When you see something that someone's talking about or in scripture that is repeated more than once, that means you need to pay attention to it. And we do need to pay attention uh, to make every second count. Now, fast forward to your new song and video, What If... What if today is the only day I got? Here's some, some other phrases. I don't want to waste it if it's my last shot. I should have said lyrics. No regrets in the end. I want to know. 
I have no what ifs. Three things that will make every second count. One, time is a gift from God. Psalm 139.16, you saw my substance before I was formed. You fashioned the days for me before there were none of them. Rick Warren said time is a precious gift because we only have a certain amount of it. If you look at something as a gift, you'll treasure it more. And each one of us, everyone listening today, treasure time as a gift. Two, teach us to number our days. This is a powerful prayer. Psalm 90, verse 10 through 12 in the NLT, 70 years are given to us. Some will live to 80. Soon those days will disappear and fly away. Teach us to realize the brevity of life. New King James says, teach us to number our days so that we may gain a heart of wisdom. We must be careful to have a mindset that says, I have plenty of time not to have a mindset that I have plenty of time to live. We must be careful to have the mindset that says I might not have tomorrow. And uh, my wife and I are a good example of that. We were 24 when we took a small church in the suburbs of Chicago. We wanted to set the world on fire. I wanted to be the next Billy Graham. And now 46 years have passed. Time goes quickly. Teach us to number our days, Lord, and not waste them. And thirdly, redeem the time. The key verse, Paul said, redeem the time because the days are evil. It means to buy back, to regain position of it. Why do we do this? Why do this? Why sense the urgency of Paul's heart? Because the days are evil. In other words, man blew it. They chose evil over good. They chose their way instead of God's way. Here's a good quote. When God says we should be redeeming the time, he wants us to live in constant awareness of the ticking of the clock and make the time we have to make the most of every opportunity. Three things. Time is a gift from God. Teach us to number our days. Redeem the time. 86,400 seconds. Make them count. Make them count. Make them count. What if today is the only day I got? I don't want to waste it if it's my last shot. No regrets in the end. I want to know I got no what ifs. And he's going to be releasing an album of spoken word. He's going to do a spoken word album on my song lyrics. Uh, uh, Great, great reminder here. Great reminder here for you today just to make the most of your time. And and how do we do that? Look to the one who has time in his hands, the one who uh, has planned out your entire life. He has the best plan for you today. Want to start making the most of the time that you've got in your life. Look to him Trust your story, place it in the author's hands, and know that he's going to help you redeem the time that's been lost and make the most of the time you've got left. Thanks, Dad. All right, that's our show for today. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, Thank my buddy Lathan Warlick for being a part of that song, What If. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, my dad. Thanks to my dad for dad advice. And uh, thanks to the callers who called in. You guys are the best. We're coming at you every single week, and I hope it's an encouraging time in your life. Listen, go make the most of the one shot you get. Go listen to uh, the latest record if you need a reminder of what your story is for. Or you could just listen to me now and write this down. You ready for it? It's your story for his glory. I'll see you next week. Seriously, I, I, I do. <laughs>